witches, wizards and muggles. Such an honour it is to welcome you to Renovate, a Harry Potter TCG Revival Podcast with your host, Doug, Mona and Emilio. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Renovate, a Harry Potter TCG revival podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Doug Coleman, and I'm here today with the other co-hosts, as always. Mona Morsi. Uh, Emilio Soto and a giant pumpkin. Ooh, and a giant nice. pumpkin. <laughs> How's everyone doing tonight? Phenomenal. Good. good. I, I, I'm sad we forgot about Dobby this time. He's going to be sad. Oh, it's okay. He... Yeah. <laughs> He'll be fine. He's used to it, unfortunately. Yeah. He'll understand. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think he's probably uh, asleep, actually, because we've been talking about Chamber of Secrets for so long. There's so many cards in this set. I can't even believe we had to split it up into two parts. That being said, I hope you guys were listening to our first episode where we covered the first, uh, I think it was 75 cards, the rares, or I forget how many there are. 55. 55, thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, But tonight we're going to pick up kind of where we left off, finish off this set um, and go card by card. Oh, we'll Um, try yeah, and I was gonna say typically <laughs> we have like a top five to cover, but we already did that in another episode. So if you haven't had, if you haven't seen that, check that out as well. Please but do. It seems like we have a, an order established. Let's start with Emilio tonight. Yeah, let's start. Let's, let's start with my favorite, an item that is not an item. Yes. The first uncommon card is Angel's uh, trumpets, trumpet drought. There you go. Uh, <laughs> it costs four potions it's a spell and to play this card you must return two potion lessons uh in play to your hand of course of of your own and then you do seven damage to your opponent or a creature of your choice so you know this is just a little different from previous cards that we've reviewed Mm -hmm. in terms that it doesn't discard your lesson plans they return to your hand yeah cost less only cost four hits for seven uh personally still not a fan um of this kind of card to be honest but i don't know do either of you play this personally i i was just playing a potion deck last night and i was thinking to myself i wish i had something like this all of like base set and previous iterations are more or less discard your potion lessons this being returned to your hand is huge at a low cost to do seven damage like if i had more if i had copies of this card they'd be in my decks for sure interesting yeah i do have so as i mentioned i don't love the potion cards that discard lessons however i did find a really nice um mcgonagall potion deck on pojo nice. and so i built that and i made a couple changes and i added the potion dungeon which instead of discarding potion lessons mm-hmm. all of them return to your hand right very similar to yes. like Hagrid's house love it and so so that's a really good card to have but angel's trumpet already has that ability so like i feel like having the potions dungeon is really for like malevolent mixture and all those types of yes. cards that you have to discard you know but like this one's kind of already already has it and so having these cards is definitely um it's easy it's easy to build a potion deck with them so yeah i definitely have those uh and switched out a few of those cards you have to discard for that one so Definitely an improvement for that mm-hmm. lesson type. That's pretty cool. For sure. Cool way to start this one off. All right, the next card is blocked. It's Quidditch, costs five, and it's a spell that reads draw draw four cards. Uh, then your opponent may choose a lesson in his or her hand and discard it. If he or she does, you choose three cards in your hand and discard them. So I don't even think I own a copy of this, mm-hmm. never played it in a deck. 
I'm not sure that I really would though either. It's it's an interesting one. It feels uh, like it belongs in Quidditch for sure. Like like uh, Mona has said in the past, Quidditch is do something, then something, then something. Exactly. It's like this yeah. is a, a perfect example of that. Yeah, same. I mean, um, I do have like like for like a Quidditch deck. I think you know, blocked is actually. I mean, it's okay, I, I guess. But like, I don't know if I want to draw four cards. Right. To be honest, you know. So I'm like, ah whatever like there's so many other like i want to do damage you know like if it was like do four damage or something like that then yeah but uh but yeah i mean of all of all the quidditch cards i don't think i would have this one unless Same. i unless i needed to draw cards for the deck or something but right like as a resource building yeah yeah no. yep and priest and there are just like angel's trumpet not, nothing exciting to be honest right yeah art yeah so far nothing grabbing us but i think our next card is mona's Yes, so we've got a blocked barrier. It's an adventure. The effect is your opponent can't use actions to play location cards. To solve it, your opponent chooses two location cards in his or her hand and discards them. And the reward is once during this turn, you're, when your opponent uses an action to play a location card, he or she gets two more actions this turn. So... Um, the only time that I can think that this would actually make any difference in my world at all is if I'm playing uh, my Dobby uh, and and uh, VTJ deck. Okay. Because uh, in order for me to really get like the heavy hitters out sooner than later, I would require one shop. Ah, uh, yes. And so this would definitely suck if somebody pulled this out because I couldn't play it. And then, of course, if I even wanted to, I'd have to get rid of the other two that I might have in my deck. And so um, that would be really good. Unless, of course, I had like a Dobby, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, what is it? Hover Charm, you know, where I oh, could yes. get rid of a card or something. But yeah, that that would suck for sure. I feel that way about if I were playing Owl or Spider themed deck, uh, both of those have cards that like will increase the health of your Owls or the damage of your Owls. And same with the Spiders, uh, Aragog's Lair, that's a revival card. But either way, uh, that would be a tough one, a tough pill to swallow for sure going up against this adventure. Normally, though, I wouldn't be too worried about it. I love how flavorful it is, though, where it's just like mm -hmm. they can't get through uh, nine and three quarters and you see Hedwig there like almost busting out of the cage. This art yeah. I'm a big fan of. But uh, yeah, yeah, and just how flavorful it is. But again, I'm yeah. not ever playing this. But it's almost yeah. impossible to solve, right? Like if you have like right? a few copies of the location in your deck and then some get discarded, it's like, what? What are you going to do? You just can't play it. Deal with exactly. it all, the whole game? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Pretty uh, nasty. Yep. Okay, so let's go to the next nasty thing. It's the bon Bondimum. Bondimum. This is Wizards of the Coast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a little like snot thing there. Uh, yeah. Looking at it, at a little cute picture. Pretty cute. Of it's itself. A, it's a spell, but it's a potion again. Great. Five cost. Your opponent chooses one of, he, of their creatures, right? Or items in play and discards it. Then they take damage equal to the that card's printed power cost. So, of course, your opponent chooses, so it kind of sucks in right. that aspect. But if some people here, let's say Doug, uh, play like really big items and not that many at a time, right? So if you play this again, that kind of deck, you can discard something expensive and hit your opponent for a lot of damage. Yeah. And if you have like Transfiguration potions or something like that, or even Charms potions that you can maybe Hover Charm or Neville's or Defendo, like other things, right? Mm -hmm. To make sure that your ooze hits what you want it to hit, it can be really devastating control. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah, I I do like uh, playing this card, um, especially if like, you know, someone's got an Arthur Weasley item deck, you know, and they've got Bulgeye or something, which yeah. has actually been played against me. And so it really does hurt. You know, it's it's a it's a good card. Uh, especially because it's creatures or items. So when you have that option, it really sort of uh, allows you to be creative with the game because if it's just creatures or just items and you might have a card in there that's a dull and you're not yes, doing anything. Totally. Yeah, at the same time, your opponent has both creatures and items. That also gets dicier for you to hit what you want. That's true. Yeah, right. very true. Definitely. No, that's a, a cool one. I wonder if there's any Bundamamoos in any of the Harry Potter books probably at all, not. but probably not. Uh, but we're yeah. moving on. Uh, the next one's called Caught. Uh, it's cost six transfiguration. It's a spell and it says choose one of your opponent's cards in play other than his or her starting character and discard it. Your opponent may prevent this by choosing four cards in his or her hand and discarding them. So th this feels reminiscent of like picking on Neville, but uh, you're basically choosing one of their cards and they can prevent it by discarding stuff from their hand though which is a little bit more unique uh i like this but i don't play it i don't even know if i have copies of this but uh, it's interesting the art is strange is that like a troll getting stuck in a tree or is that the whomping willow i i don't know what's going on i know it does kind of look like the whomping willow a bit uh yeah you know, pulling out some extra tricks that it might have um I, I have don't played think the Rumping Willow has chains. I'm pretty sure this is a spell. <laughs> Yo, oh, at true, this true. point, it's, this this is another Wizards of the Coast. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe okay. no, or maybe maybe uh, you know the author comes and releases that. Yeah, Rumping Willow has, a has chains. chains because that's how <laughs> yeah. she rolls. Uh, recently, that's how she rolls. Apparently. Yeah. Oh, geez. true that. Um, yeah, I have played with Cod. I, I I do um I do like it, but like you say, you know, it's just kind of like an extra um like dobby's disappearance or picking on neville these types of cards you know mm -hmm. uh so it can be helpful for sure yeah, yeah classic I, I, transfiguration I like, I like the i like it a lot in the sense that it could be just basically destroying all your opponent's cards right yeah and if you have a control deck that controls your opponent's hands like normally they will not be able to respond to it anyway so that's not bad totally if, if you have albus dumbledore it costs four so that's pretty nice Definitely. No. Very good. Then you go to a horrible card that we're not <laughs> going to talk about. We're just going to skip it. We're yep, just going to yeah. skip it. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> oh, man. This would be the infamous Caught by Snape, yep. the adventure that people love to hate and hate to love. Uh, so the effect is your opponent can't use actions to play any cards except lesson cards. To solve, your opponent uses actions to play lesson cards three times. Those actions don't need to be one right after the other. And the reward is that your opponent may put any number of lesson cards from his or her hand into play. Um, the artist is Kevin Dobler. Absolutely, you know, um, amazing. Mostly art is, but um, this art is definitely phenomenal. And the Stands foil, out. yeah, the foil one is is uh, great. The the thing about Caught by Snape, as I'm sure we've all sort of like, you know, um, beat a dead horse, I guess, with this one. But um, the reward itself, uh, the fact that your opponent can now put any number of lesson cards from her hand, from his or her hand or their hand into play, um, is sort of like a slap in the face, I yes. guess. With and that that's the whole that's kind of like the whole point, I guess, about why people don't like caught by Snape. Cause it's like, all right, so you're stopping me from doing anything. And then I can only play lessons. And then that's going to be three times. And now you have the audacity yep. <laughs> to tell me that I can put all of my lessons now. And then the worst part is if that does happen, 
and they do sort of fall for that, not fall for it, but if they just comply with the reward, then uh, they pull someone else plays another cop by say, because you can do that. You can play up to four of these cards and then, you know, you've sort of uh, given up your chance of solving it again. So there's a lot of issues with cop by Snape. Um, It's restricted in revival, right? So it's only one. One of the banned cards, I believe. I forget. It's been a restricted something like that. Yeah. It's potentially yeah. one of them. Uh, you I'm mentioned sure. there's a foil variant. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yeah, so it comes in one of the starter um, decks. I believe it's the. I know it's like the, the chamber player C- one. Yeah, it's the. Oh, so Percy? there's a Fred and George, there's Percy, and there's a two player. I think it's oh, a two okay. player one. Yeah, because mm. the yeah, because I think the Fred and George one comes with the potions test yeah. that's right and, and the other one's semantic four yeah exactly yes, there we go four, yeah there must be the two player yeah gotcha yeah yeah so it's really beautiful yeah it's and super hated. nasty <laughs> and it's yeah, really it is. expensive even for an uncommon i've seen them gone for 30 dollars for no way non-foil one yeah it's crazy Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to, I used like when I first started playing the game, I had like four of these in a deck, you know, but then I realized, <laughs> but then, you know, you, you do realize like if you're winning with, with having more, if you play caught by Snape more than twice and you win the game, it's, it's the caught by Snape that, that makes you win. It's not that it's right. not because your deck is good. It's because you're restricting your opponent from fighting back essentially. Exactly. You know, it's oh, like their it's like yeah. their arms are tied behind their back and then you punch them in the face, but yes. you win the fight. An you know what I'm saying? So I you learn you learn from that and now you play five. Now I play five. <laughs> now five. Actually, actually, <laughs> I, only yeah, exactly. I only have caught by I only have copies. Yeah. It's a very expensive deck. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> yeah. So now yeah, now I usually just play with one in, in, in the deck if it is in there at all. And um, your starting character is the foil one. All right, good. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um that leads us to our next card i believe this is emilio that's me we have a three cost quidditch spell called chet with a very boring art as usual for quidditch in my opinion and we this does four damage to your opponent then your opponent may choose a lesson card in their hand and discard it and if they do then you take four damage mm-hmm. so not much to say there. Yeah, yeah. flavorful. It, it feels like you just got checked if you're doing damage and they do damage right back. Uh, it's optional, but uh, we'll, yeah, I don't play this card at all. I like how low cost it is to do four damage, but the chance of them just uh, damaging you back, it's probably not worth it. I don't know. I mean, you can do it and then play, then they discard a hate you and then you play called by Snake snape and they <laughs> there you hate go. you more yes you know, there's mind games also here and they oh gosh for sure a quidditch yeah. they, they follow each other isn't that bizarre so caught by snape then follows by chat yep so maybe they were thinking about that you know evil yeah. i like the quaffle it's very interesting and kind of how i pictured it from the books and stuff but um, that, speaking of Quidditch, we're on to the next card, which is the Clean Sweeps 5. It only costs three Quidditch power. It provides one Quidditch power, and it reads, when you play this card, look at the top two cards of your deck and put both of them on the bottom or back on top of your deck in any order. If you play this card and already have a broom in play, discard the old one. So yeah, that's the thing about brooms. They're kind of like wands. They replaced uh, the previous broom that was played. Yep. But this a little uh, extra advantage to me. I guess it is uh, flavorful for Quidditch because there are a couple cards that we've covered where you do just look at cards on top of your deck and put them back in any order. I don't know why you would put them at the bottom uh, unless you look at the two from the top and say these suck and put them at the bottom. It's an interesting card. I clearly don't own one <laughs> or, or I'd probably experiment with it in a Quidditch deck. Yeah. 
Yeah, it is. It is kind of an odd one. I mean, putting putting cards at the bottom of your deck in the way that I see it is just adding them back to your deck or or being able to eventually shuffle them in somehow. You know what I mean? So it's just like yeah. the ability to or if it's like going to save you, which I don't really know if there's any really card that just one of them will save you, you know, in the entire game. Um, if, if eventually you're depleting your deck and then you get to it, I have no idea, but gotcha. it's at least at least gives you a chance to put it back in your deck somehow. Yeah. So that's interesting. Yeah. Mm, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, we've got counter curse is next. It's a spell transfiguration. Choose one of your opponent's creatures in play and put it on the bottom of his or her deck. Uh, so that's another put it on the bottom of their deck. Um, you know, I guess it's okay. You know, like it's putting it back into their deck, but not easily accessible. But again, they can shuffle it back you know, yeah. to where it is easily accessible. Mm-hmm. So anyway, it's at least getting it, getting it uh, out of your way for now. Exactly. I do like that card. Um, five power isn't that much. So to be able to like knock out like a big creature that could be like wreaking havoc on you every turn. I- I'm yeah. a fan of this card. Yeah. Yeah. It's a card. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I don't like it that much, but it's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, I normally prefer if you're going to put, in the deck, I actually prefer it on top of the deck because you make you can make loops in different games that your opponent is just drawing the same cards. Oh, okay. It's really annoying. So yeah. I like that. But yeah, this one bottom, eh, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> however, now we can move to another poopy card. The <laughs> Dragon Poop Compost, and it costs <laughs> seven, which is a lot. Yeah, uh, has a little cool dragon in a bag of poopy. <laughs> and before each mm-hmm. of your turns, count the number of plants you have in play and do that much damage to your opponent so wow this is obviously for well supposed to be pl- played in, in plant decks but cost seven that's a lot yeah and then it's also uh before each of your turns so you know the turn you play you don't get any benefit from it so that's bad too and then plants well saying that you have maybe three or four plants in play i don't know how much you get out with sprout and mona can tell us more about it doesn't look like it's worth it, but uh, I'll let Mona tell us if it's worth it or not. Yeah. I have found that it is worth it. And the reason for that is um, if, well, I should, I should back up. If you have a sprout plant deck, then it's worth it because you've got Cobra Lily, Mandrake, Leaping Toadstool and Umbrella Flowers. Those are all plants. And so even if you, so like there's been, you know, on average, whenever I play that deck with four of each of those in, um, I'm able to have eight plants out at once, you know, four of them would be doing healing for me. So they would take the damage, which would be the umbrella flowers and leaving toadstools and then Mandrake and Cobra Lily are the ones doing damage. And so if you're able to get at least four of them, you know, then that's just adding, um, additional damage. So, yeah, but like, you're right, Amelia, like it does suck that it's, you know, you, you it, nothing happened. Yeah. It's seven. And then nothing happens the actual turn that you play it. And so of course it can be, cause it's an item, it's kind of vulnerable. You know, there's a lot of cards that are like remove the item or this or that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have found that it, that it is worth it. Um, if you have a dedicated plant deck, but, but, but it's not so needed that, yeah. that it actually does anything extravagant, but it, I mean, adding extra damage always sucks. So. Yeah, it's like yeah. swarm in a way, but just for plants specifically. But exactly, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, and it's expensive AF, like you said. So it's kind of like, mm. well, that was a dragon poop. I'm glad it has some use. Uh, yeah. 
So we can go to the earmuffs now. Yes, uh, that also costs seven care magical creature. Uh, it's an, also an item and it reads, once during each of your turns, you may choose one of your opponent's creatures in play, uh, prevent up to three damage from that creature on your opponent's next turn. So that's pretty handy. Um, I don't think I've played this myself. I may or may not have a copy or two of that run, laying around somewhere, but I should probably experiment with that because I don't ever really focus on preventing damage. In fact, I was playing a, a Quidditch deck last night and one of the brooms was like, oh, prevent damage. And I forgot the whole game. <laughs> I was like, no, I should have been preventing damage that whole time. So like, Damn. but this uh, card is very clearly, that's the whole intent of it. So if that's your uh, bag, then I would give this one a try. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, I, Nona? Um, I I don't really play with this card. Um, you know, it's not like a good or bad or anything. But I think uh, the only item that I like playing the dragon dung compost for seven, I'm okay with doing. But the earmuffs, I'm just like, mm, it doesn't really do. The, yeah. 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 And also the art is just whatever. <laughs> yeah, the just... art is is kind of silly, I guess, of all the things that, that it could be, you know, but that's okay. Yeah, you would think they'd be on somebody's head, but instead yeah. <laughs> they're just there. You can't have it all. Yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now we can go to endless sandwiches, which is actually yes. making me hungry. Oh geez. Mm -hmm. Is that me? Yes. Okay, endless sandwiches. It's a spell charms, it costs seven. And it says, play this card only if you have fewer than seven other cards in your hand. Draw cards until you have seven cards in your hand. So it's just good to, I guess, continue drawing to add uh, extra cards in your hand. I don't know if I would want to um, use this card for that. I don't th I think it's expensive. And I think, you know, having uh, maybe like what the burrow or something else, uh, you know, if you really want to like draw, then you could do that. But I feel like this would be the perfect way for Emilio's Eat Slugs deck to like wrap up a game. You just kind of kill yourself with this one because there you go. You need some <laughs> sandwiches and some slugs. Exactly. Yeah. Just uh, gluttony. But no, this yeah. I, I like the art. I, I like how it's for seven, sure. seven, seven, but yeah. in use, uh, no thank you. Although I think there was uh, on a previous episode, we talked about that experimental uh, spiral dive deck where you're trying to draw cards. Mm -hmm. This might be one you want to throw in there, but I'm not so mm -hmm. sure that Charms works with that deck anyway so yeah. it's interesting right that's true yeah yeah i i like the card but i yeah i would prefer if i wanted to re be replenishing my hand i would just have like a starting character maybe like uh one of the harry potters that let you draw until you have four oh, cards yeah. in your hand or oh there you go the regular harry potter that you can draw two cards with one action rather than run this that um, makes sense well yeah i like the art very cozy um mm -hmm. and they're biting into their food so great <laughs> Um, now we can go to flu powder, which is our next card. Into the I, flu, into the flu. <laughs> there you go. It's Mona's card, uh, <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna review it, and it's uh, pretty cool. Uh, another flu powder item that's not an item costs two transfiguration, <laughs> and it lets you search your deck for a location, show it to your opponent, and then you put it back into your hand. Well, you put it into your hand. So yeah, pretty cool. Obviously, flu powder takes you places. Um, without near an airplane it's magic and you take a location so yeah very flavorful very cheap a tutor is always welcome uh and if you need a location you might want to run this right if you really depend on the location um but yeah i don't depend on location so i've never used this yeah it's 
almost worth revisiting like i was saying with like owl decks and stuff but i'm like do i even have transfiguration i think it's a straight creature at that point but hey it's worth uh, uh trying at least this is a pretty cool card i do like it um that leads us to our next card though which is forgotten password uh it costs six charms power and it's a spell that reads during your opponent's next turn he or she can't use actions to play lesson cards so that's brutal uh feels reminiscent of some other cards we've mentioned in the past but right i don't think i've played this one i don't actually think i have a copy of it but it, it's really cool yeah this is caught caught by snape it's just like go like leave this game like yep. i don't just i don't want to play with you like <laughs> just leave i yeah. would be really angry if someone plays caught by snake and this card right yeah uh, no, that'd be a deck. brutal combo but i think probably that's the intent or like what you know the people were thinking when they made this card right the artist is really yeah. cool you have the fat lady staring at neville who forgot the password once again right and <laughs> yeah uh i don't know the relationship of forgetting a password with not being able to play lessons but yeah. uh it's still cool I guess he Art couldn't mechanic. go get his his uh, spell books and stuff inside. I'm not sure, but mm. yeah, there's a library. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. I mean, I, I love the art. Um, it, it's awesome, but it is kind of one of those cards. It's like, oh, okay, well, I don't know. I after after like just playing Caught by Snape or something. I'm like, well, I mean, I I I think I I want to see opponents playing lessons and putting their best cards out because I, I want to see if my decks are decent, you know, like after sort of growing out of the 17 caught by Snape in one deck, mm-hmm. I've kind of understood like, well, I'm winning, but it's not because my decks are good. It's because I have caught by Snape and you kind of have to get over that. Uh, some people don't, don't get that. You know, I still play with people who have like three or four, actually four caught by Snape. And then they have the ability to pull it in. And then, you know, so like if you have these types of cards, forgotten password and you kind of do the same thing, it's like, well, I mean, you're stopping me and you're winning because of that, but it's not really a victory in my eyes. Right. Mm -hmm. I I definitely agree with that. That also takes us to our next uh, card, which speaking of the library, Emilio, or Mona, rather, uh, this is, oh, this is Mona's. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Invisibility section. It costs four Mm -hmm. transfiguration. Mm -hmm. It is a spell. Choose one of your opponent's cards in play other than their starting character and discard it. Then they choose one of your cards in play, other than your starting character, and discard it. So there it is. That's the card. Yep, pretty basic. Not basic, much kind of it. funny artwork. There's no books there, right? They're invisible. How are you going to read them? I don't know. <laughs> it's very, very confusing concept in general. Definitely. <laughs> True. <laughs> so... Yeah. Uh, Putting that confusing art besides us, uh, you know, in the past, we can move on to a card that actually has a promo as well. Yes. And this is Keeping Dobby Quiet. And you have Dobby, very, very human Dobby, knocking his head against a wall. It's an adventure. And it reads that your opponent discards their hand. Uh, wait, your opponent discards the card drawn at the start of each of their turns. So that's... Uh, that's horrible. So yeah, they're just, they're just losing their card in return. Your your opponent has to take eight damage to solve, which is actually manageable, right? They can just do it whenever. Yep. Uh, and then you take two damage. So basically, this this card will hit your opponent for eight damage because no one will not solve this immediately. Right. And you take two. 
very weird card. I don't know. This is one of the adventures I I don't I don't particularly like because it's like you're just doing an effect. Like people are just gonna do it um, right. Immediately fine, solve guess, adventures. But... Yeah, those are kind of lame. But um, again, it's yeah. yeah. You do eight. You take two. I don't know. Not worth I, it to me. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's good. I just it's boring for me. Yeah, you're you're using two actions to hit your opponent for eight, right? Basically, yeah. And do two to yourself. They have to solve it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Interesting yeah. card. Yeah, doing the two to I don't know. It's it's just one of those. It's like okay, well, yeah, like you said, like they have to solve it. Like at least with um, Hagrid needs help. You know, like they are still no matter whether they solve it that turn or the next turn, then at least they have one fewer actions and then you're not doing any damage to yourself, but they still take the eight. I don't know. Yeah. It's just one of those. Um, but yeah, yep. the, the promo, the promo of it is, is dope. Um, yeah. I was wondering why they picked that card for a promo. Probably just cause it had Dobby on it. They're like, yeah, they, the yeah, Dobby they iconic movie scene. I yeah. Think too. Yeah. 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 It did come out with the chamber of secrets movie release. Uh, that makes sense. So, and yeah, yeah. So that seems yeah. very funny. Yeah, true. <laughs> cool. All right, that takes us to our next adventure, which is locked in. Uh, the effect is your opponent gets one fewer action on each of his or her turns. Uh, even if the turn this adventure is solved, oof, that's rough. Uh, if this would mean your opponent has one uh, fewer than one action, he or she still gets one action. So that uh, makes up for that. But then to solve, your opponent chooses four cards in his or her hands and discards them. Your opponent's reward is your opponent may draw two cards. So uh, I, it feels like you're locked in. It very, very much feels flavorful, but I, I don't ever play this card. Again, I might not even have a copy of it, if I'm being honest. But uh, the art, yes, Harry looks sad. Harry <laughs> looks like he's staring at its death in the future. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's but so yeah. funny. Yeah, kind of a meh card, I guess. Agreed. Me. Same here. I mean, it's it's powerful. You're, I guess, you're trading two actions, uh, to make your opponent have one action, right? I again uh, think they'd solve immediately. Take two damage. Take four. Take two damage because they draw two, right? Discard four cards. That's a lot. And so once again, I just don't like, and on average, I just don't like uh, adventures in Same. general. Yeah. You don't like them in general, you said? Yeah, in general. I think yeah. it's just a, a, a bad mechanic in general, unless they have like a fun interactive component. It just turns mm. out. I, I use two actions and one card to do this, and you have mm. to do it because if not, you cannot escape like whatever I'm doing to you. And I don't know. I just don't like it. Yeah. Gotcha. Most of them I don't like. I like some of them though, but most of them right. I do not. Yeah. Gotcha. Fair enough. Yeah. So now goes Mona. Yep. Okay, let's do it. <clears throat> so we've got Lockhart's Hair Care Potion. Costs one potion. It is an item. Whenever you play a character card, you use up one action to play instead of two. Nice. Yeah, not bad. Um, Very cheap. Yeah. Whose ability is that? Is that the... The twins. No. Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, or Ron, right? Yes, that's what characters, right? it was. Yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. The twins are the adventures. You're yeah. right, yes. Um, yeah, I mean it's 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 a good card, especially if you're running like um like a character deck. You know, it's cheap. Uh, there's there's that character deck on um what is it the dark the dark mark? Yes. And you know, so they have potion and transfiguration, and so that's just an extra one. But I think you, I mean, you start with Ron anyway, so I guess you wouldn't do that. But if you didn't want to start with Ron and you can pull that out fast enough, then you'd be good. Definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, it'd be interesting maybe if you had Draco Malfoy Slytherin deck and you mm. also want, for whatever reason, you also want characters. This yeah. would make it so you draw a card. Well, you get an extra action. Mm-hmm. And if you want to play a character in, in turn, it only costs one action, right? That's awesome. It makes all those three actions very profitable. Uh, the character card I've been experimenting with my Draco deck uh, is Lucius Malfoy, one of the revival cards. Man, it's so cool because his ability reads after uh, if you do five or more actions this turn, uh, you do. I forget exactly. I think you do damage or something for every action after the second action or something. It's wild. Yeah, pretty cool. Definitely wanted to shout that out. But I guess that takes us to our next card, which this is Amelia. Yep. And my next card is the Magical Mess Remover. Pretty cool card. I like I like the art. It's like a night in the night. It's not even night. It's probably like 70s, like a very old commercial. Yeah. Like, you know, like you have the face of the company, this witch. And yeah. the cap has the bo- the bottle has a little cute cap, like witch's hat, very nice. Only cost one. It's a spell, not an item. And then you choose any number of your cards in play other than your starting character and you discard them. So this is good to remove unique cards that are blocking your way of playing other in the same unique card, right? So I know that people use this. I would use it as well if I had a deck that wanted to get stuff out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Pound freeze or whatever you wanted to, you know, go over that unique rule that's so annoying. And yeah, yeah. I just love the art. I really like the the... Com- infomercial like do you have a mess to clean and then like the magical mess <laughs> remover for 200 galleons three easy payments of 200 galleons i don't know like something like that right so it's it's pretty yeah. cool yeah pretty cool it's yeah definitely the, the little quote there too is uh reminds me of the book it says harry had seen him scrubbing the message on the wall with Mrs. I think it says Slower's uh, all-purpose magical mess remover, but to no effect. So yeah, they're probably trying to get the uh, blood off the walls, off the the air of Slytherin message. Apparently, it doesn't work very well. Yeah, but it does get <laughs> right. out characters in the game. There so we go. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's... Well, wow, that... the next card is really boring. Yeah. Well, there's a not a promo, but yeah, the holographic yeah. version, right? We were talking yeah. about that. Yes. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. This is the Manticore, a creature that costs five. It does two damage, has four health, and a badass beard, if I might add that. Yes. Um, yeah, I mean the art, the art is is cool. It's interesting, you know. Um, but yeah, like like Amelia said, it's just kind of boring. It's it's one of those. I mean, it's, it's expensive too, so it doesn't do anything else. You know, it does two damage for you. Like you might as well just have Black Bat that does two damage right when you play it and it costs one less, you know, and then it does the two. So I don't know. It's just kind of one of those. It's like, I, I do have it in some decks, but um, would 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 not be sad if I replaced it. With something gotcha. Else. Yeah, that art freaks me out. His face is a little too human. And yeah, the scorpion tail or whatever's going on in the back. Kind of like a uh... sphinx slash... Yes. You know, I don't know what I mean. Scorpion slash Sphinx vibe for sure. Yeah, slash lumberjack, I guess. <laughs> there we go. So there you go. Cool. Well, um, it's it is it is very weird art for sure. Yeah. Did I already mess up our order? I forget, but I think this next one's mine. I could be wrong. Or no, the next one's Emilio's. Or no, you so, just did the magical mess remover. So maybe I, I messed it up. Don't worry. Yeah, you it. messed it's, it up. It was definitely me. 
That's uh, okay. I'm, I'm that, usually at fault for a lot of things. I'll take this next one because it is one of my favorite cards. Uh, there's is, like, yeah. there's a couple, there's three of them actually. There's Potions Homework, Potions Project, and Potions Test, but we're talking about Potions Project right now. It is a spell that costs five potion power and it reads your opponent takes damage until he or she discards a total of two lessons from his or her deck. And man, this card is very spicy because you never know what's in your deck uh, or how many lessons your opponent has already played at that point. There's mm -hmm. been many times when I've played against my wife where like we've had both uh, sides of the spectrum where it's like, oh, I'll play this and it'll do 11 damage or something insane until all, both lessons are revealed or you reveal two cards and both of them are lessons. So you only do two damage. So yeah. it's a wide variety of possibility here, kind of all left up to just the luck of the draw. And I love that about these cards. Yeah. 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 I do. I do like playing potions project, you know, in pretty much whatever deck you've got potions in, you know uh, it's, it's just one of those. It's like, it, it can never, hurt you to play it because it's it's you know essentially it's kind of like doing damage but you just never know like you said like how many lessons there's going to be i mean yeah, it exactly. could be two cards it could be 15 cards you know exactly there's been some really brutal ones we've had in the there past. really has yeah, yeah. it's but yeah, that card rocks and then we go to a card that is just okay very cute though the prickly porcupine <laughs> yes when you play it you draw a card so it's like the crazy capybara cousin uh, also draws your card has two health, two life, cost five, which is a lot. Um, but of course, this deck would just want to get creatures out, right? Even they're small and just like swarm and keep making sure they keep getting creatures out. Very cute art. It's holding a broom and it's eating some little twig. And not much to say about it other than if you have creature deck and you need not to worry much about draw, you could try stack this up, Craze Capybara and the like. Sorry to um you know draw what you need and making sure that you're landing your creatures every turn uh i've never created such a deck have has either of you done this i have not mona no um i don't play i haven't played with with uh, prickly porcupine but um i mean it's just like like you said i mean it's it's okay i guess um yeah. I, I just wouldn't. Yeah, I think I, I I probably wouldn't pay five for for two unless it does something more for me than just draw a card or like the Manticore does nothing. So, right. Yeah, that's. I guess yeah, if I'd go Prickly Porcupine over Manticore at this point, mm -hmm. <laughs> just yeah. for that card. Yeah. But um. All right. Oh, the next cards are our first password card, if I'm not mistaken. These are also interesting. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. me. So yeah. um yeah spell and its charms cost six and it is a password i think there's three password uh cards and um so this one's called pure blood when you play this card play it face down and tell your opponent to guess pure blood sherbet lemon or wattle bird if he or she guesses pure blood nothing happens otherwise do eight damage to them so um so yeah there's Waddlebird, Sherbert Lemon, and Pure Blood. I mean, it's fun. You know, it's kind of like more interactive. You know, like yes. your opponent has to guess something and and all that kind of stuff. So, so it is it is nice, but it it definitely hurts. Oh, it hurts um, bad. It's just again up to fate or just getting lucky or not. And I I like both the password cards and those potion uh, projects kind of cards because it's just very much just like who knows what's going to happen uh, at this point. Uh, good luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you really want to be sneaky, then you could always. Just just do like 
two of the three. So your opponent oh. is going to, you know what I mean? Like just wow. have pure blood and waddle bird only or whatever two. And then, you know, it's so like your opponent's going to be like, Oh, it's Sherbert lemon. And you'll be like, never, it's not, yes. at all. <laughs> you know, but like, they just, I mean, that that's kind of, I guess, cause you don't have to have all of them. You don't even of have course. to you just, you can only just have one if you wanted to, but yeah, those are cool. Definitely yeah, cool. cool, yeah. And and we'll definitely probably not re- like when we go to another password, we'll just say it's a password, right? Because oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're they're, the they same. read the same exactly. And exactly. I actually have a so my my deck that I've talked about is Lockhart's lecture and all their passwords because it's oh just, cool, mm. it's just fun to have your opponent say brilliant and also yeah. try to guess. <laughs> there what you you're go. Doing. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Why not? That's a good. That yeah, that's, fun. that's good. So oh. now is. Uh, Mono, rabbit right? slippers yes. oh we switched okay yep yeah, yeah i'm sorry we're gonna go with the new order now yeah. uh rabbit slippers is a spell it costs eight transfiguration and it reads choose up the two creatures and play and discard them for eight not bad uh discarding two creatures is nothing to sneeze at so i'll take it uh mm-hmm. honestly i need to make some more anti-creature decks but what's the worst thing that could happen is when you make anti-creature deck and then your opponent doesn't even have creatures and it's like i have all these dead weight cards so like yeah, I'm, exactly yeah. I, this is more or less for a side deck in my opinion right for sure yeah it's kind of expensive so unless you're playing something that costs it down it's, it's a little costly yeah but uh definitely side deck material and you know if harry potter had continued i would have liked to seeing cards uh, that maybe the revival in the future will do that turns cards into another card type. So you can turn like whatever a creature into an item, a knight into a creature or into a lesson, whatever it is. So that, you know, you can build decks that don't necessarily depend on what your opponent's running. Right. Um, the art is pretty cool, right? You have two little bunnies and Harry Potter looks very different from the Harry Potter I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nagana is going to a runway show. Yeah, Paris. she is. <laughs> uh, so very, very cool art for sure. Yeah. Um, uh greg hildebrandt yes yep yep one of the yep really really great artists yeah definitely very fashionable art here yeah yeah so now i guess my turn Uh, yes we have a match for quidditch which i don't like but you know (laughs) this is what i get uh it's a rainy day match oh sorry um okay cost one as most matches or all matches are one right yes all yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, it's a healing match. So to win, you have to do a nine damage to the opponent. And the prize is that the winner gets six non-healing cards from their discard pile back into their deck and they shuffle. It's a healing card. Um, why playing a rainy day heals you? I don't know. Maybe it's like some sort of corny, like be happy and dancing under the storm kind of thing. But, um, very interesting card. Uh, do you play this dog? I think you do, uh, or maybe I'm mistaken. I'm, the thing is, I would play Slytherin match over this any day, but uh, mm-hmm. it is a good alternative. They're, they're, they're the only two healing matches, if I'm not mistaken. So uh, it's nice having another one. Again, there probably is no real reasoning for it, just it being the rainy day match, just like uh, a lesser, uh, it less a uh, match of less importance rather like versus like house houses versus one another but uh yeah i don't really play this uh honestly but i do like the art though it does look pretty chaotic yeah yeah the yeah the art is definitely um pretty cool i would say that this one is maybe more doable like i mean if you're the kind of match player like me that that likes to play catch the snitch when you play a match then this might be doable without wasting a catch the snitch because it's only nine damage exactly so you could play it 
and then possibly do, you know, like maybe five, six, seven damage, depending on what combination of, of lesson types you have. Um, and then, you know, that would put you in the running and then you can just finish them off the next turn. Hopefully your opponent doesn't, um, you know, get that nine damage in one turn, but I mean, yeah. obviously it would be experimental, but this just kind of reminds because it's so it's something that's like, it can happen right away type thing. Then maybe it could, or maybe you have an extra action that turn. You can sort of play it to where you play this with an extra action. So you can play two spells that do like 10 damage. Like if you play two ouch or something like that, then yes. you do that, you know, something like that. Um, I wouldn't, I, I I'm with you. Like I play, Sl um, Slytherin match. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I would play this in hopes that I can just, you know, win it in one in one round. So that makes sense. Yeah. Which that takes us to our next location with Mona. All right. So we've got location secondhand robe shop. And it says when you play this card, discard any other location from play as always. Whenever a spell card, yours or your opponent's, does damage to a player, it does one less damage to that player. To transfigure, uh, Transfiguration, it costs three. Um, I mean, it's not too bad uh, to have if you're trying to uh, lessen the damage. The thing about location cards is you're you're also helping your opponents. So you have to keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're actively doing damage to them with this one in particular, then it's obviously not going to be the best bet, especially if you only have, like, let's say, I don't know, a black bat in play or something like that. You know, it's kind of like, well, you're doing them a favor, but I mean, it's all right, I suppose. Yeah. Low cost. I wouldn't use it personally, but uh, it's interesting for sure. I like the little cat in the art. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, I yeah, guess I like the, the, the only matchup, if you know your opponent is doing, yeah, like low amounts of damage, but lots of it, right? Like a consecutive amounts, like you said, black bat, mm -hmm. uh, head with stuff like that. Then this comes in handy, and if your deck doesn't do damage, maybe your deck only makes your opponent draw, mm. then it could be potentially, you know, coming early on, it could be a good save, you know? Yeah. I just imagine, like, as a wizard, just wearing different robes, and just, like, they get burned or something, and you just throw them away. It's a secondhand shop, yep. right? So that's, yeah. the, that's sort of the, the logic. So I like it a lot. I like the art. I like the little cat yes. or dog or rat. Whatever it, <laughs> it could be, any. yeah, um, yeah, but we can then move on to our self self shelf shuffling cards. By yes, nope. that uh, I'll take this one. I think uh, this sure. one is uh, costs three charms and it's an item you may use an action to have both players shuffle their decks. So, yeah, self shuffling cards. I like the artwork, how they just are just going on their own with magic, but uh, yeah, it's just uh, shuffle your decks. I it's really cute, yeah, yeah, I don't. Personally, would not play this, but again, especially with what was that other card we read earlier, Counter Curse, where you put a, a creature at the bottom of your, their opponent's deck. If you play yeah. this, like to help yourself out, you're actually helping your opponent out too. So that's again kind of one of these you got to weigh the benefits. Yeah, yeah. Once again, a card that could potentially there's similar cards in other games um, that really never saw play. Um, even when there were decks in the meta game that would put cards on top of the deck. It's just something that you, you normally would not run a card yeah. like this. It's still fun design space. Um, yeah. Yeah. And talking about fun design space, we go to another password. Yes, we went over. We, we won't go over it again. It's Sherbert Lemon. So it's to Dumbledore's office, particularly because he loves lemon stuff. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. And the art is really cool. You have sort of somewhat normal McGonagall and uh, Harry entering the office. So. That's great. And as we discussed, passwords are fun. And now let's go with dog with swelling potion, swelling solution. Yes. 
Uh, that is also a potion card. It's cost seven spell. Do eight damage to your opponent. He or she can prevent this by choosing three cards in his or her hand and discarding them. So I don't, wait, this also has a promo if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, yeah. Also released for a chamber of secrets movie. Okay, cool. Again, the, the, their choice on promos aren't very like good ones. As far as like a uh, player of the game, I'm not like jumping at the bit to play, uh, that Dobby card or this swelling solution, but, uh, it, it's okay. I, I get that you're giving your opponent the option to prevent the damage, but um, I'm not a, a fan. Yeah. yeah, I feel that. Yeah, I have played it. Do eight yeah. damage. Yeah, you do know, they do end up damage. discarding? Is the real question, <laughs> or do they um, take the eight damage? No, they they usually take the eight damage. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, because um. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just, you know, that, that like, you know, kind of like far into the game with having that many um, lessons, you know, maybe they're kind of like trying to set up something. Oh, and sure. So if they take three cards, you know, from their hand and discard them, then it sort of like sets them back more doing damage to me than just, you know, being able to take those eight cards from their hand and discarding them. I have, I don't know. I yeah. haven't had it played against me, but I, I guess it would really, really depend on what I have in my hand. I, I wouldn't be able to say if wow. I take the damage. Like if it was like, like if, if I were playing like the Dobby and VTJ deck and, mm-hmm. you know, I had like two Dobby and one Venomous in there yeah, and they were like, you know, discard three, I'd be like, no, nah, I'll take the eight. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sense. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess it just depends. And oh, super man. scary art. Yeah. I'm just noticing yeah, yeah. now the eyeballs swollen. Those are yeah, enormous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they probably, they probably had this promo released for the uh, Chamber of Secrets movie because of the blowing up of Aunt Marge, right? Oh, sure. Yep. So, yeah, actually, yeah, definitely. Maybe yeah, but this swelling solution and self shuffling cards are both weirdly erotic cards. Very interesting. <laughs> are they okay, by the same cool person? Let's see. Alex Hurley and I see. Nope, different two people for shuffle shuffling cards. Interesting. Yeah. Well, then that takes us to our next the adventure, though, with Mona, and it's perfect. I guess that would be me. It's into the flu. Yes. I'm sorry. I mean, through <laughs> the flu. All right. So it is an adventure. The effect is before each of your opponents turns, they draw three cards and then choose three cards in their deck and discard them. To solve, your opponent chooses one of their locations in play or four lessons in play and discard them. And then the reward is that you take three damage. Um, so the whole, uh, there's, there's a couple cards that are like this, where the effect is you draw three, then you discard three, and then you start your turn. That really does suck. It really yeah. does kind of slow you down. Um, and you really sort of just want to solve it right away because candy cart is the other one. And I, um, that's right. I can't think of what the solve is for candy car. It'll come, but anyway, um, but yeah, so it, it does, it does suck. Um, and so if you don't have the lessons or if you don't even have locations and you're just like, damn, I gotta yeah. just play this card. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Yep. Very cool, cool art. Yeah. It absolutely. is absolutely love cool, the yeah. green. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that takes us to, to our next card. Squirrel by yes. me. Cost eight. Uh has Harry now looking younger. Uh, you know, as the age shifts in the art of these cards. And it does five damage to your opponent. And then if they don't have any card in play other than lessons and their starting character, of course. They choose one of those cards and return it to their hand. What? Uh, if they do have any, uh, oh sorry, if they do have any other cards that are uh, besides lessons and yes. besides their starting character, then they return one to their hand. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is. I do Five like that. Damage. 
you get to bounce something from your opponent if they have something out. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't play Quidditch as one uh, as as I've said in the past, unless it's a weird golden snitch deck. But I don't know. Do you guys run this card? I'm gonna have to. I gotta see if I have many copies of this because I do like the ability to bounce something. It, eight is nothing to sneeze at, but again. With Quidditch, if you're getting brooms out and stuff to kind of help boost and uh, like, I don't know, uh, items like books uh, to kind of boost your lesson count, uh, eight shouldn't be too bad. Or like you've mentioned in the past, uh, spells are lowered if you're playing as Albus Dumbledore, which I still got to make that Albus Dumbledore Quidditch deck. That's coming soon. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be very cool. Yeah, Twirl. I mean, I I haven't. I would play it. But like you said, I think it's just the eight that kind of stops me because I love the five damage and then, you know, all the other stuff. But um, there's a few other Quidditch cards that kind of do something similar. So I think I just always put Twirl on the side and just say, you know, it's too expensive. Uh, Same. I think that, that's yeah. my reasoning as well. Probably Smash is better. The one that destroys, is it Smash? The one that destroys an item for sure? Like it costs uh, ouch. Yes. Something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, Smash, boom, pow. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this next card is a plant. It's a umbrella flowers. Only costs yep. three creature lesson power, and it reads: once per turn, you may let umbrella flower take one damage that you were going to take, and the health is six. So yeah, umbrella flower is not doing any damage, but saving you a lot of damage over the course of the game. Uh, I need to get a plant deck going. I don't think I have any instances of this. It's really cool though. Yeah, this yeah. was this is one of the cards we were talking about with the dragon dung compost. Yes. Um, you know, in the sprout deck or you know, whatever. The reason we say sprout deck is because um sprout allows your plants to have two more health, uh, each yeah. one of your plants. And so if you're gonna run a a, a plant deck, then you 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 know you want to run sprout. Um but yeah, I mean I, I I have umbrella flowers in a couple of my creature decks, but definitely the sprout deck, and it does it does really well. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so Venomous Tentacula would be the next. It is a plant creature, uh, does four damage. I'm sorry, it costs four uh, Caramagical Creature. You may use an action and discard Venomous Tentacula from play to put a potion lesson from your discard pile into play. It does two damage hmm. and one health. So because it's a plant, if you had this, you it would it would actually have three health um, if you ran with sprout but um yeah so kind of kind of interesting i guess it's like supposed to run with uh potion you know it's like it which basically I tells of. you yeah yeah I, yeah i always think uh transfiguration and creatures they go hand in hand never really potions and creatures so that's pretty cool yeah i don't know if it has anything to do with venomous tentacular juice being a potion card i think that uh, you is know, that it's yeah. like well what but like what's the I guess the idea is you're getting rid of your creature and you're just like cr crushing it up and taking the juices from it and <laughs> turning it into yeah. a potion lesson. There something. you go. <laughs> there you go. That's some Let's serious flavor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Done. Yep. Case solved. <laughs> Check. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, Emilio, you got another password card. That's yeah. the last one. This is a password, and it's Waddlebird. And we've talked about this already. Correct. Yes. The, the art is just art. They're getting into Gryffindor. So I guess it's the Gryffindor password for the second year. Yep. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Looks yep. like Ron forgets something. <laughs> yeah, he's going back in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I love the password cards. Just leave that stuff up to fate. But um, yeah. I think that's the only one I'm missing because I have I have three, not four of them. So I know oh, okay. one more. Yeah. Oh, nice. 
Okay, so that takes us to another card. match. Yes, this is Windy Day match. Another one of these, just like a low stakes match. Uh, only cost one as matches do. Uh, reads to win. Use actions to play spell cards two times while this card is in play. And the prizes: the loser takes six damage. So the, I feel like this is the easiest of all of them to achieve. Um, but again, I don't play this. The artwork's lackluster. It's just a a, a miss of a match for me. A mismatch. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Nice. There you go. Yep. Yeah, not yeah. much to say about it. Yeah. I feel I feel like if you played this, you know, your opponent would be able to win it. Like because Easily. you know, you would play it and then it'd be your opponent's turn, and then they would use actions to play spell cards twice. Yep. And then yeah. you know what I mean? So so it's almost like maybe play it when they when you play something that stops them from playing spell cards so that you win it. You know, like there's there's certain yeah. adventures, you know, or something like that. Or, or with put, money. Yeah. Put this in the eat slugs deck, Emilio. All right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically. Some caught by Snape and they can't play spells and then they're just taking damage, you know. Yeah. So next, is that me? Yep. Okay. All right, so we've got Aparicium. It costs five Transfiguration. It is a spell. Show your hand to your opponent. Put all lesson cards there into play. Um, I wouldn't do this because I don't want to show my hand to my opponent. Um, plus, I guess I guess maybe because I've never had so many lessons in my hand that I would want to put them out. You know what I mean? Like I guess yeah. I just, I'd play something else. There's a few other spells that you can play that allow you to put your lessons in without giving away all your, your uh, strategies. So right. And that's the thing. I feel like as a player of this game, your objective is you're getting lessons out early. So you're not really like holding on to them for any real reason. And so when you get a card like this, unless you just happen to draw one and had another one in there, it's like, Oh, I could play two for the price of one. Like that's not bad. But actually the other night when I was playing against my wife, uh, the card strategy session came in play. Like I forget exactly. Oh, she charms examined me. And I had to draw, redraw my hand as many cards as I wanted. And I drew like, at least three Quidditch lessons and a strategy session. And that card read something like uh, basically put down as many uh, or up to three lessons from your hand into play. So I was able to play three lessons for one action. That was really cool. So like, mm. I get what they're going for, but it just doesn't seem very applicable in most cases. Right. Yeah. All I could think of is if, it, if you're, you can do like a very combo deck that somehow you draw a lot of cards, apparition, put like most of your lessons down and then cast like really high cost of spells for the rest of the match. Yeah. But would, you would take a lot of damage because you have to draw. Sounds complicated. Probably there's some shenanigans that you can do with this card, but yeah, I haven't thought about it really. That makes sense. So we go for the next one. Yep. That's it. This is, is one that, of the best cards. Is that mine? Yes. Yeah. Backfire. You have a Flitwick that looks like another Flitwick because they changed that character so much around. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, there's a spell. It's backfiring. Um, it costs six. Hits your opponent for five. Love it. It's just like uh, Stupefy. It's uh, exact the same cost and same effect. So uh, I like that's the thing. When I was running for Stupefy, it's like I wish I could run more. Once I found out about backfire, there I'm you like, go. Oh, it's yes, like, it's really exactly. Cool. It's just damage, damage, damage. Yes. The best. Yep. Totally. Yeah. So. Next nice is Badgered Boy. Uh, spell, search your deck. You may take a creature card from your deck, show it to your opponent, and put it into your hand, then shuffle your deck. And it's uh, Transfiguration uh, only costs four. So interesting. Uh, way to just kind of get a creature 
uh, for four. Not bad. I'm actually going to have to revisit this one. I don't like the art and the name for it doesn't really make sense to me whatsoever. But uh, okay. I mean, yeah, this, this is what um, Matt Moody did to Malfoy in the movies, at least. He turned him into a badger. The badger. Oh, there we go. But this is Chamber of Secrets. Right. So this yeah. is like way before. Good point. Yeah. I not. Yeah. I mean, I th- yeah. I think um, there is there is a badger right there in there. And I think maybe he did he turn him into a ferret. Am I wrong? Who knows? I think in the but, movies it was a ferret. That's ringing. Yeah. I bell. think in the movie. But either way, there is like a I'm with you. Like what? So what's the art? <laughs> like, what is it? Anyway, I don't know. It's strange. Um, it is, but it is good, and it is just sort of like you know a testament to the fact that transfiguration and, and care magical creatures work well together. They so. really do. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, we've got Beater's Bat. Uh, cost four. It's a Quidditch item. You may use an action and discard a card from your hand to do two damage to your opponent. Um. Mm. I mean, I don't want to discard any cards from my hand to do damage to you. Right. I want to get rid of I, the, the cards that I want to play will do damage to you, but I don't think I would just discard um, random ass cards just to do da- damage. But that's just me. That makes sense to me yeah. too. This is a half a half hours card. Yeah. Um, yeah. By Wizards. So Wizards has had cards in the past that you sacrifice things and you do damage to your opponent mm-hmm. and they don't have a limit, but they did it mm-hmm. as an action. So that makes it kind of useless mm-hmm. but if it was like that you can just sacrifice or discard cards in your hand or lessons or stuff and it's like as you were throwing them to your opponent and for two damage that would be a great uh, like game ender right mm-hmm. yeah but it's not so it's just <laughs> yeah a miss yep yeah. it's like something that you would find in like fraternity x like have like some <laughs> sort of fraternity nice. thing there um so should we go to pro- next one yes Oh, we're in the comments now. I had not mm-hmm. noticed. Oh, yep. yeah, we did. Oh, sir. Yep. We're going to Beetle Buttons. Uh, six costs. Some very weird art. It's strange. Um, and you choose one of your opponent creatures in play and discard it. So you turn their beetle creatures into buttons, and that's it. That's uh yeah, is that supposed to be Ron or is that like a Peeve slash Ron slash Filch? It looks yeah. like Ron <laughs> as Malfoy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you and go. Hermione as Rachel Bloom. I don't know, like it is kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, Better than yeah. I could do, I guess. Not so. much to say about it. That's I about it. It's creature cre- removal. Yeah. And those the buttons art will scare you away too. So that's <laughs> yeah, they're scaring True. away the creatures for sure. Uh next is catching apples, a Quidditch card, cost five, spell that reads do three damage to your opponent. Then if your opponent has any cards in play other than his or her starting character, he or she chooses one of them and returns it to his or her hand. So another bounce. This is like a lesser version of that last Quidditch card we were just discussing, but mm-hmm. um cost five interesting card i don't have any of them i don't even recognize this art at all i like we need to get concept. you some cards <laughs> apparently i'm just like like every other one I'm missing. Like, oh. like, uh, there's commons and shit i'm missing i just don't have much yeah. chamber of secrets uh i'm course, good on every course. other set though <laughs> that's the hardest it really is the hardest yeah. I'm, I'm fucking with you <laughs> but do either of you play with this i know emilio doesn't but <laughs> i do yeah i do i i do have uh catching apples that's, that's okay that's not bad yeah nice all right. Well, then I think the next one is yours, Mona. All or, right, let's do yes. it. Yeah. So we've got Chudley Cannon's robes. It costs three and it's a Quidditch item. Of course, you may use an action to put up to two cards from your hand on the bottom of your deck in any order. 
Okay, so hmm, you may use an action. Why would we do that? Yeah, the, in, I'm just guessing heal. if you have dead cards or you what just is it? A, it's allowing uh, you to heal if you have a big hand. Oh, yeah. got it. Okay, that's true. That's true. But it yeah. costs an action once again. That's I think the part that really ruins it for me. Like, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, maybe like when you play this card. You can do that or something like that. Like if but, it were something yeah. like yeah, but yeah, you can return as many cards to the bottom of your deck or something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I got Very you. weird. Yeah. Clearly, um, clearly we don't play with it. So yeah. 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 Moving on. It's cool though. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, then we can go to Copper Cauldron, which was one of my favorite arts in the set. Oh uh, yeah. I really like it. Cost three. It's an item, provides two potion lessons. And to play this, you return one potion lessons from play into your hand. So, borrowed wand is better. Uh, you know, it's for charms. This is a potions. Uh, cauldrons normally discard your lessons. This one returns it to your hand. So, if you need to play it, you sh- yes, you should. But if you have a charms potions deck, why not just run borrowed one? And the answer is you can have multiple card cauldrons out and you can't exactly have multiple ones yep. out. you beat me to it that's what i was gonna uh, but, say as well. um but yeah it's it's a cute art i don't run potions that much so i don't know like do you all like this i do it, this is a great one to start stacking cauldrons cauldrons are crazy you're gonna have like a, a lesson count of like 15 before you know it especially if you get like one of the gold cauldrons are out or something yep. it's it's really cool yeah same yeah um, but while we're speaking of potions, the next card is Death Cat Draught, uh, another really interesting art. It's like a, a potion that looks like a mushroom, uh, but it's a spell, mm-hmm. not an item. Uh, to play this card, return one of your potion lessons from play to your hand, do six damage to your opponent or to a creature of your choice. So I love the option. I love it's going back to your hand, not getting discarded. I just feel like they kind of came to that conclusion in this set. They're like, oh, I guess we could just put it back in their hand. It's like, yes, please. But uh, yeah, this right. is a, a pretty cool card. Uh not yeah not bad returning one to your hand to then have the option to damage let's say a creature that's been bothering you this whole time or just right. like finish off your opponent it's pretty nice yeah it, it is it is a nice option like you said i mean you pretty much touched on all of them so really really good funky art um yeah good card i, I play with it speaking of funky the funky name i for the know next one. geez deboning, <laughs> de-boning. It sounds, yeah it sounds so invasive <laughs> can we just not please but all right <laughs> Um, okay, so it's a spell transfiguration. It costs seven during your opponent's next turn. They can't use actions to play cards. So they would essentially just have to draw. Yep. Um, so yeah, so you're sort of like, you know, having your opponent do nothing for uh, seven, which um, I don't know. I mean, it is it is expensive. I have played with it, though, you know, so it, okay. it, you have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have not. Yeah, this is interesting card, though. I yeah. love the art. It, I love just it's yeah. just a great reminder of that scene in the movie and the books of just like him losing his bones and his whole arms. It's like, what? oh, yeah. Yep, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's a card that definitely looks annoying to play against. You know, it looks like mm-hmm. the same the same thing that would run cop by Snape and. <laughs> Yep. Uh, the thing that doesn't let you play lessons and this, this yeah the forgotten yeah like, it's oh just my god forgotten just, password, yeah. why would you play why, why do you want to play you don't want to play <laughs> you know um, evil but yeah that's a card and i do like the art mm-hmm. yeah the art the art is awesome. Lockhart looks like from family guy or something I don't know, <laughs> yeah he does it's huh? a very interesting art um is it, it's my go right uh right yes now? uh this is drought for four you get a spell that apparently is a potion that does four damage to your opponent 
and your point next turn, they cannot play Quidditch cards. Ouch. That's nice. That's really nice. I really <sighs> enjoy this card. Anything that <laughs> stops people from playing Quidditch cards, uh, it's amazing to me because I hate them. And <sighs> once again, if you had in the future, if you had a card that transforms temporarily your opponent's cards into Quidditch lessons, they could be like some sort of lock, right? Like that. Yeah. With this card. So interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind hey. of an extension of deboning, really, but it's just saying specific cards that you can't play, you know. So it is sort of like it's definitely still stopping your opponent from playing certain cards, but um yeah. it's like, against you know, dog, I'll just have yeah, this in the yeah deck. you need them because I was gonna say yeah. I'm gonna have Quidditch for sure. And yeah. it feels like uh, that style card would be more transfiguration, but you're also doing the damage to your opponent. That's how they get away with it for the mm. the potions. It feels yeah. Quidditch. It feels like a Quidditch card <laughs> that they made into a potion to make fun of Quidditch. There so it, it feels <laughs> yeah. like an R and D like yeah. uh, inside joke of some sort. Right. Um, yeah. They knew um, people were having too much fun with Quidditch, so uh, we deserve that card. Um, <laughs> that being said, on to the next one. I. Is there a promo for this? I don't think so, actually. I forget. No. But uh, engorgement no. card or, or engorgement charm, rather, is a spell that costs five charms power. It reads remove all damage counters from all of your creatures in play. Wow. Crazy. Yeah. That is actually insane to me because it's charms first and foremost. And I'm like, right. I, I don't think that's like now it just makes me want to experiment with a charms creatures deck. But it's like I'm just at the end of the day going to be like, why isn't this transfiguration? Right. Yeah. Yeah, these kind of cards, it can be really helpful, do sort of like force you into a combination that you might not want. Like if you do like, you know, if it's if it's uh, care magical creatures and charms, like that's okay. But like how many more cards could really be helpful for your creatures? I don't know. I mean, I it is it is good though. removing all damage counters from your creatures, especially like I'm just thinking of like umbrella flowers and those plants, you yeah. know? Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 That's this awesome. Is, and great art. It's really mm-hmm. like something you would see in, like in an ad of a porn site or something you know? <laughs> so really cool 100 really cool. i think that, i think they actually use it for that maybe that was yeah. a promo <laughs> you're thinking of yeah. in gordon oh, yeah, charming three it. days no yeah uh so Doug's like so, i've seen this somewhere yeah, i've seen this somewhere i don't know why though i don't know <laughs> maybe at church god damn so it. we can go on now to the next card it's my evanescence kind of uh is it my card uh i oh, think it is th- no it's not Oh, is it Monas? Oh, it's Monas. I think it's Monas, yeah. Yes, it is. We're good at the rotation, everyone. We're good. I I, I know I messed it up. Whatever. All right. Evan S. um, So it's a spell, a transfiguration. It costs seven. And uh, choose a creature or lesson in play and discard it. Um, So, I mean, it's cool that you have the option. I like the ones that you have the option. It's Mm -hmm. kind of expensive for this, uh, I I think. But yeah. um, How much defend, though? I think six or seven. Oh, actually, Defendo, I think, is eight. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, Defendo, I think, is eight. I would probably Um, still run Defendo over this, right? Yeah, this gives you the option, at least, of a lesson. Yeah, it does give you the option. Yeah, and it's it's, uh, less than that. Yeah. One less. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. you do get to discard it as opposed to like a hover charm or something where it returns it to the hand, you know, or even like a Dobby's disappearance or something. You return it to the hand, you know, whereas mm-hmm. like this one, you actually discard it. But yeah. Yeah, interesting okay. card. The art is very weird too. It's like a mouse instead of a book. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Strange um, wand they got there. I'm not. Is that better be their wand, not a finger? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks weird. Um, Engorgement charm. But the book, 
the book looks amazing. I do like the how yeah. the book looks. So now we can move to Family Ghoul. Yes. Uh, three careful magical creatures for this ghoul. And when you play this card, you return one of your creatures in play to your hand, which is kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, wow. It does, uh, it does two damage and has two health. Um, so the only reason on earth why you would do this if it, is if you have a thing like black, like black bat, right? Because oh, you sure. get to repay, replay its effect and it's cheap, right? And you get another, another beast, uh, beastie. Medicine. Uh, you get another monster, how do you call them? Creature. Creatures uh, into the field. So that's the only way I would play it. It would be black, black bat, family ghoul, kind of like redoing damage and getting some more damage out. And doesn't look sound that appealing to me, but that's all I can think about. Yeah, interesting. I I would say that if you're playing an owl deck and having oh, family yeah. ghoul is actually helpful because each owl does something for you, but it's only a one-time thing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you could always, but yeah, essentially exactly what you said, Emilio is like, you know, you would take the black bat and then, so it could do damage or, yeah. or yeah. Or, or any of the owls, you know, but, but that's really, yeah. But other, other than that, it's like, well, why, you know, why would you? So, yeah. Right. Interesting. Don't like the art. It's creepy little ghoul, but yeah, uh, that's an interesting, yeah. I might have to experiment with that in the owl deck. That sounds pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, that takes us to fatiguing fusion, uh, eight cost potion lesson. Uh, it's a spell that reads to play this card, return one of your potion lessons from play to your hand, do nine damage to your opponent order a creature of your choice. There we go. Now you're talking my language, nine damage. Woof. The deck is only 60 cards, so that's a that's a big chunk. And for eight, uh, I guess that justifies the cost. And you're returning it to your hand. You're not even discarding. Uh, I need copies of this card, too. <laughs> yeah, this this is actually really good if you did a potion and Quidditch deck and you had Ooh. that uh, that match that we passed earlier where you do nine damage, you know, in one turn. Yes. So, yeah. So, like, if you started with Hooch, for example, and then you just had nothing but... Uh, potion this would be pretty good so you could just you know continue pl- playing that match and do that six damage something you know something like that that's yeah there's there's a nine damage card for you pretty good yeah not bad speaking of quidditch i think that's your all card, right oh, we got some yeah. fracking yeah <laughs> yeah some flacking here for you it's a spell quidditch uh do two damage to your opponent then if your opponent has any cards uh in their hand they choose one of them and discard it so not too bad. Do two damage and then they have to discard a card. I'm yeah. cool with that. Pretty low cost too. Yeah, that's pretty good for the cost. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Mm-hmm. And we have the is that a quaffle again? I think so. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Really the cute quaffle. Yeah. yeah, the guy looks <laughs> yeah. kind of cute too. Yeah. So yeah, cool. Yep. I think now the next have... one is yours, Emilio. Yep. And we have freezing charm. For seven, you can get her Manny freezing the little fairy things that I forget the name. Yeah. And, is, yeah. and then it does four damage to your opponent or to a creature of your choice. Uh, why is it so expensive? Right. That's a good question. <laughs> this one, question. They were running out of time. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, put sevens on everything. Yeah. Let's just yeah. go. <laughs> that does feel like a wrong like yeah. number there. Uh, yeah. Wow. I guess it's because of the choice. The creature or your opponent, they're like, oh, we got to make it 
worth choices more. are expensive people. yeah apparently let's mm. go with that yeah. um but then we're on to our next creature it's a gnome garden gnome costs four creature power at the end of each of your opponent's turn if there are any cards in his or her hand he or she chooses one of them and discards it and the health is only one wow gnome uh pestering your opponent but again they only have one health so if, uh unless you can kind of keep them around uh they won't be doing too much damage but i do like that ability it's neat i again i don't play with this creature often yeah gnome is is definitely an awesome card to play with i have gnome um in in a few of my creature decks it's definitely like a pain in the ass and it's a really good card to play with like the through the flu or candy cart type cards okay yeah because or adventures because you know they're having to get rid of cards and then this allows them and you have to get rid of cards with this also and so playing with that combination allows your opponent to just essentially have no cards in their hand and then when they do draw a card then they have to get rid of it anyway um you know, so whatever it is that they have in play will essentially be what does damage to you because having a garden gnome or up to four of them, uh, you know, will eventually get them to to have nothing in their hand. You know, yeah. so it's it's annoying for sure. It's it's one of those sort of like whatever you want to call it. So the most annoying things about this game are the things that work and that people also don't like. So it's almost yeah. like people want to win, but they also don't want to lose. It's it's very <laughs> much when it comes to this game, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it works though. You know, it, it you're allowed to. You know, you're, I guess you're allowed to do it. So yeah. mm-hmm. yeah. there you go. That was the potato gnome. Very yeah, potato gnome, big eye, little eye. <laughs> Just, yeah, crazy. Now on to a much more powerful creature. Yeah, I go to Katy Perry here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gryffindor lion costs six. It does three damage and it has three health. Um, it's it's good. You know, it's it's also good if you wanted to do like a Gryffindor deck or. Yes. Um, you know, like a house deck, right? Or um, all houses or something like that. It's really, yep. it's it's really nice to have that. I've played with Gryffindor line before, not too bad. Yeah, I have an all house deck with Armando Dippet, the character from Revival, and yeah, he's all about the the tribal houses and uh, any you card go. you play that's Gryffindor, Ravenclaw, Slytherin, or Hufflepuff, you can either do two damage to your opponent or uh, draw a card at once per turn. But it's really nice. So you play oh. this, it's kind of like a black bat. You play the Gryffindor line. It's like, well, since it's Gryffindor, I'll activate Armando, dip it, and do two damage. It's really nice. Um, yep. But that being said, uh, I think this next one's yours, Emilio. And we have a book, Guide to Household Pests by Lockhart. It costs two, provides one, care for medical lesson, and it's two care for medical creatures. I mean, provides a lesson of the same. And uh, you may use this card. This action, discard this card from play and do four damage to a creature. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, I like this card a lot mm-hmm. because you get an item. If it's Draco Malfoy, you get an extra action. Provides you with a lesson. So technically, you know, just gets you ahead as well. Mm-hmm. And if needed, you can throw the book to a potato gnome and kill it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you well, go. That's, that's very nice. reasonable. Yeah, exactly. And most books, when you uh, discard them, they're like more resource building where it's like draw all three cards yeah. or something. This is nice yep. doing damage. That's cool. Yep. And that's that right. takes us to our next potion, uh, the hair raising potion. This art's funny. Uh, it's only cost three. It's a spell that says do one damage your opponent, order a creature of your choice. So one damage. Who who's gonna play this card? Oh man. Um not me at least. I don't know. Do either of you play this? 
No. no I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's just a, that's a waste of Some a... sort of bad joke. No. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I, I, no, I think it's just like someone in the R&D team lost a bet, and that's their <laughs> art right there in a horrible card forever. I think that's what happened. Yeah, I just... One damage seems so low, unless you're trying to take out an owl or a, a spider or something. It's just very... It's not to all yeah, creatures. Yeah. It should be to all creatures, if anything. I agree, yeah. yeah. But then they yeah. probably adjust the three to a five or something yeah of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah true but all right next is one of my favorite cards and that's mona's yes it is hawk's head formation same it's a spell cost seven for a quidditch here and you do six damage to your opponent um so the art i mean the art's pretty cool yeah you know all chicks flying on some brooms i'm cool with that a little bit of a hocus pocus vibe but i'm cool it's the um, like blurring too it's definitely like there's some action they're just going so fast yeah i yeah. love it yeah um but no i mean you know six damage is is definitely um killer for sure and you know you could do ouch of course which is five damage and it costs five you know so yeah. it's it's cheaper and ouch also does something else but you know hawk's head formation is a good it's a good card just having strict damage um is always a plus so yeah if you have that lesson count uh yeah you're you're gonna want to play this card i as soon as i found out about this card because i was on like accio.cards just like browsing chamber secrets because there's a lot i'm missing I was like, I ordered those from the nerd merchant, like immediately. I have like eight or uh, eight to 12 of them because I'm like, I want to spread those out amongst various Quidditch decks. So yeah, this card is one of my favorites. Uh, great for comboing. And yeah, I do really love the art. It's pretty cool. Cool. Okay. So, so now we have Hermione's note for six. It's uh, Harry Potter is learning something about the Basilisk and it discards an adventure and you get the reward. But the like adventure that. has to be played by your opponent. So you oh. can't do crazy stuff like yeah. getting a huge reward out of your own adventure. Um, uh, that you can with Draco's trick or something. I think that's what that card's yeah, all about. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's pretty nice. Yeah, pretty nice. I just wish that cards like this to make the game more balanced. Uh, you could play regardless of what adventures say. Yeah, so that way you can discard things like you know the Dursleys or Prove It Drive. Exactly. Um, or even uh, caught by snake. I think that that kind of removal will be really will have been nice. But you know, we're too late. We're uh, how many years too late? Too many <laughs> yeah. years too late. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just a couple of decades, no biggie. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, cool, cool little piece of parchment there. Yeah, I love that art. Yeah. Effect. Yeah. yeah, this would be cool. You know, for something like um, what was that one that we were reading? Do- keeping Dobby quiet. Where yes. like. You know, so your opponent would actually take the damage, but you wouldn't take anything. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Anyway. Um, that takes us to our next uh, card. It's History of Magic Homework. Costs three Transfiguration. It's a spell that reads, search your deck. You may take a lesson card from your deck and put it into play. Then shuffle your deck. So, yeah, that's nice. Uh, just kind of a, a chance to go get a lesson and put it right into play. I'll take it. Especially when you're struggling to draw lessons or something and just, your hand has no lessons and you're just like, ah, and you have that. That's a nice way to just ensure getting a lesson into play. Hundred percent for pretty cheap. Yep. Yeah, it's alchemy. Alchemy gets two to your hand or something like this. Yes, alchemy, or you search for two, and they go to your hand. Correct. Right. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's another nice one. Very mm-hmm. interesting. So now we have uh, Mona's favorite. Yeah, one of them. Hover charm for sure. Uh, it's a charms cost four. It's a spell. Choose one of your opponent's cards in play, and return it to their hand. 
Um, so this is essentially like a, a Dobby's disappearance, except Dobby's disappearance, of course, is better because it gives you an extra action. Yeah. Um, however, just returning cards to your opponent's hand, especially if it costs them lessons to play, is always the best. Um, you know, if they had to discard a lesson or return a lesson to their hand or whatever the case is, um, then you're essentially undoing something um, as well. So it's it's a good card. I, I do like it. I do yeah. play it. This one's also got the promo. Uh, yeah, this mm-hmm. one's really cool. That's yeah, a, yeah. the art is really nice. It's very cartoony. Yeah, uh, yeah, but done well. So I, I enjoy it a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I like Dobby's expression. Um, all right, and then we got Errol on this next card, it looks like. I think at least it looks now like we have a <laughs> yeah. howler, which uh if you tune into Doug's uh stream, <laughs> almost better than silence, you can hear people spamming yes, funnel whistly, like the start of the <laughs> yeah, howler. Yeah. Uh so really fun. Yes. Uh, it costs four. It's a spell. It has probably Errol with uh, Weasley's, you know, steaming, angry howler. It does two damage to your opponent. And then if your opponent has any cards in their hand, you can look at them. You choose one of those cards and put it in the top of their deck. So this is a card I actually like a lot. Yeah. I like, I like manipulating your opponent's hand. I like making your opponent draw the same card. At times, it's even better to make them draw the same card than to have them discard a card. Uh, and why? It's because they get something that won't help them, right? Like, so you can put back something, I don't know, they have a unique character and they have the unique char- another unique character copy in their hand. You put it back in the top of their deck, they draw it, they can't do anything. They're back to square zero, Yep. four, whatever they're saying is one. They're back to square one. Yeah. They have to now use an action to draw if they want a uh, card that's actually playable. So I really enjoy this type of card. Really creative uh, design space. Love the art. And if you want to scream at Doug with Ronald <laughs> Weasley, just come to his stream. Oh there we go. <laughs> we'll, um, we'll get the plugs at some point. <laughs> well, while we're on the Howler, just really quick, um, my wife is super cute and she got me the Howler um, like birthday. Like she got a, well, a card and like it was like my birthday card. And so no she way. tried to do the accent and stuff. Yeah. She's, oh, that's she's so cool. With, yeah. So, so she, she actually got it a year ago when we were at oh, wow. you know, like Universal. Like she yep. bought it there and then she kept it like all this, oh, all this, wow. that's, all that's this adorable. time. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, yeah. So it was just really cute. Yeah. Anyway, definitely shout, shout out to her. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, we're actually on to another house creature. Uh, this next card is the Hufflepuff Badger. It reads, uh, well, it's cost three care of magical creature lessons, and it does one damage each turn and a health of three. That's all. Uh, I love the little badger. He's adorable. And just like the little artwork, it, it's fantastic. This, um, again, perfect for my dip it deck. Uh, or I'm just going to say, yeah, perfect for your deck. Yeah. Yeah. This was a great card. I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Cutie. All right, so now we've got Invisible Ink. It's a transfiguration spell. It costs eight. Choose up to two lessons in play and discard them. So, um, yeah, it is. It is nasty and it's expensive. Um, You know, it's but I guess, you know, it might be worth it to somebody. I um, I think when I was first playing the game, this was one of those, you know, cards that was in that like four caught by Snape deck, you know, just trying to like do the most and then realizing like, that's actually not really winning me a whole bunch, but uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of crappy, but it costs eight too. So like, do you really want to do that for eight? Like, right. I think that's why I might've overlooked this card, but it does feel like it fits in the transfiguration lesson type for sure. Right. Yeah, for sure. Then uh, it's my turn, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. 
we have the leaping toadstools one of mona's favorites mm -hmm. um for what i understand the art is super cute they have little legs and they're jumping around <laughs> yeah um, it's only cost one once per turn you may let living toes take one damage that you would take so similar to the other uh what's the other plant call oh that was umbrella uh, flower yes the umbrella flower has for health comes in earlier so yeah pretty cool yeah with 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 pomona sprout it has six health so it can take even more damage pretty cool yeah that's yeah, awesome definitely with sprout's yeah. ability oh my gosh i gotta make a plant deck that sounds like a lot of fun yeah, whenever we get to playing um, on our podcast here, I'll definitely bring out the Sprout deck uh, for whoever is thinking about building one or hasn't yes. built one yet or doesn't know the cards. Uh, I'd love to just kind of go through it. I think I, if I if I haven't made a video yet breaking down that deck, I will. Um, but either way, it's really nice to see because you actually start pulling out these healing plants pretty fast and you're able to just play them. And so when, you're, when your opponent does two or three damage, you're basically being able Safe. to absorb them yeah, yeah yep, that's awesome definitely. so very cool yeah. that takes us to our next card which is overdue homework uh only costs two charms it's a spell it says look at your opponent's hand count the number of lesson cards there do that much damage to your opponent so again as we've discussed I, there's not many people holding on the lesson cards i feel as you get them you're putting them down uh, unless there's any reason you have a spell that would make more sense or a low cost creature and you still happen to have lesson cards in your hand i can't imagine you're doing much more than three damage with this card so but again for a, such a low cost three damage not bad if if you're that lucky so yeah i guess this should be a card i like more when i when i'm all about like leaving it up to the luck of the draw or just fate and stuff of not knowing what's in your opponent's hand but uh in all reality it, it's kind of just like a, a low level card doesn't really do that much I, i'm assuming at least yeah, yeah, like you, yeah, I don't, I don't imagine, like you said, it doing any more than like two or three damage. Um, right. If that's the case. Just play a spell that does two or three damage, you know? So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. We're, we're starting to run into the cards that they, <laughs> they're running out of steam. <laughs> we don't know what happened, how this cards got created, but they did. But speaking of steam, it looks like it's coming out of this poor girl's ears. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was just looking at. Like, dang, that's actually a pretty good segue there. Oh, man. Pepper up potion. It costs one um, uh, potion uh, lesson. It's a spell and it's healing. So put up to four non-healing cards from your discard pile at the bottom of your deck in any order. So all of these like healing uh, where you're able to put non-healing cards. I mean, that that's that's always that's always fine, but um, it sucks because you can't put those healing cards as one of, you know what I mean? Yep. So you're, you're not, you're not really able to recycle. So sometimes you'll go into your discard pile and be like, I actually don't have any cards, but these healing cards. So exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, but otherwise it, it, it is good. Um, this, this isn't one that I have in, in that potions deck, but I have some similar to, you know, put non-healing cards. So. Well, that's two things I'll point out is when you do lose a potion card that like or a healing card rather, and you see it go to your discard, it's like, I'm never getting that back. So that sucks. Mm -hmm, and yeah. then uh, at least with sure. pepper up potion, uh, this doesn't require you discarding any potion lessons, which most healing cards do. Good point. Like yep, this good is point. just a nice real low cost. Let me just heal four. But in reality, healing four as someone that even likes healing and is an advocate for healing in this game, you're usually just healing. And then the next turn your opponent is doing that damage. And it's just like, you're kind of breaking even. So it's like, uh, you gotta be smart with what you're actually trying to do. You, you're better off focusing on damaging your opponent. Right. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. So that's my go. Yeah. That's it. So yeah, 
after that potion, the healing potion that is for one, we have the three potions homework. Oh, you like this card, don't you? Yes, this is uh, the lowest of all those uh, potions homework. Cost tests three. And, yeah. Yep. Discard, make at least one damage to your opponent because they have to discard a lesson for it to stop and it can go on forever. Who knows? Uh, depends on how many lessons they have. Mm -hmm. So pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. The the effect and also the art. I like how first the, the, they don't look as frustrated. So they, they go, you go up, it's project exam, right? They keep getting more and more frustrated. And I do <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that That's sequence true. of frustration. Yeah, That's funny. But That's yeah, it. One of my favorite cards. Definitely check those three out. They're great. Yeah, the definitely. Po the potions, homework, project, and test. Uh, next is Ransacked. Uh, cost five charms lesson. It's a spell that says your opponent chooses two cards in his or her hand and discards them. One if he or she only has one. So yeah, uh, control card coming from charms, surprisingly. So yeah, interesting. Yeah, I, yeah, Ransacked is fine. You know, um, choose two cards, uh, discard them. I mean... It definitely sucks, you know, for sure. But I've played it. I think I think I had this in my um, password deck, which I dismantled, and I don't know where that where I don't know where <laughs> I was going with it. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's okay. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. I'd use that card. Uh, give it a try, especially if like you want the effects of transfiguration, but you are like uh, stuck to charms. Like this gives you a little bit of control, being like ah, make them discard stuff from their hand. But again, they're choosing, so they could just get rid of junk they don't need. Dead, yeah, dead exactly. weight cards. True. So pretty good control for sure. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. And so here we've got another house creature, Ravenclaw Eagle, and it costs four. The damage is two and the health is two. So um, this, the Hufflepuff, you know, all of those are, are basically good if you wanted to have some type of like house dedicated deck. Um, the, the creature damage with the cost um, ratio is okay. You know, but um, but if you just sort of want it to like feel good about having like like sort of like Doug's deck, you know, then you could yeah. you know you could do something like that. So it's not too bad. Yeah. yeah, I was a dummy on the stream last night and called the Ravenclaw Raven, and I'm like, okay, I'll never live that one down. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. that's the effect that's of the, right. that early marriage that had the Raven on it, <laughs> of, the, of the eagle. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we can go now to a restoration potion for. Yep potions for a spell so annoying do for damage to your opponent during your opponent's next turn they cannot play transfiguration cards so one of those very specific hate cards the art is that no that's not percy no definitely not percy right i, I think i, I want to say percy yeah yeah well he's doing something weird to those poor little feathers yeah um, yeah true so yeah they're they're restoring maybe feathers animals that were transformed to feathers and he transforms back to animals something like that pretty interesting i like the books in the back in the back yeah. oh yeah. yeah a lot of really nice detail in the back there yeah. yeah another one i i would say is a good candidate for side deck once you've realized your opponent has a bunch of transfiguration and you're all potions or something it's like oh yeah i don't want them playing transfiguration cards mm -hmm. in the next turn true yeah um, but that takes us to Revealer. It's speaking of transfiguration, it costs two. Uh, it's an item that says you may use an action to look at your opponent's hand. So yeah, you're literally just revealing what your opponent has. Uh, could be, could come in handy, but I, I think we've mentioned it before. There's other characters that have that ability that uh, it would probably be better off if that's what you want to do. You could start as one of the Dracos, if I'm not mistaken, does that. Yep. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, um, again, 
for a low cost, it's nice, but you're not really accomplishing anything other than knowing what you're going to be up against for at least the next couple of cards yeah. or turns. Yeah, which which is fine, but it also doesn't change your cards, right? Exactly. So, you know, so like your strategy stays the same whether you know what they're doing or not. So right. I wouldn't use an action for that. Um, now, but like you said, like with Draco, like at least you can see it and you can discard a card. Exactly. Um, yeah, but but anyway. Okay, so we've got Rose Growth. It is uh, a spell. It costs three charms lessons. Do two damage to your opponent or to a creature of your choice, then draw a card. Not too bad for, for cost of three. You're doing two yeah. damage. You get to choose whether it's to a creature or not, and then you get to draw a card. So um, mm. all of that for one card, not too bad. Yeah. The I art is really good. I'd like, I really enjoy the art. Put mm. four of those in any charms deck. That's nice. Um, yep. Pretty cool. Cool. And then we have a shooting star, which is cost four Quidditch for a broom. Provides one Quidditch lesson. And basically, you can use like an action to and discard a, a card from your hand to draw two cards. That's it. So you trade one for two. Yep. Um, yeah, about that. I don't know. Like, is there any deck in Harry Potter that really benefits from having specific cards in the discard? I really don't know. No, I don't think so. Think there are, right? Not that I'm aware of, at least. Uh, listener, definitely weigh in if you happen to know. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. But yeah, I, I think I'd choose this broom over the other low-cost broom that we went over. Uh, <laughs> just because I, I do like the ability to just get rid of something you know you're not going to need and you could draw two. But that's provided you have a dead card in your hand yeah, or a dead exactly. weight card. Yeah. Hopefully you're not, you don't have dead cards in your hand. Yes. <laughs> if you're good at yeah. building decks, you will, which I'm not quite there yet. Uh, <laughs> We're all learning. Yes. Same. Uh, but next takes us to, I think, our last creature of the set. Uh, it's the Slinking Ferret. Uh, that When you play this card, uh, draw a card, damage one, health one. So, yeah, very low-level creature. Never really played it, but uh, it's there. <laughs> Such weird choices with the creatures. So many right. creatures. So magical, that, that ferret, you know, the Slinking a Ferret. ferret. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> very prevalent in yeah. the books. Yeah, I think that was, I don't know, maybe it's just supposed to be Draco when he was right? the yeah. slinking ferret. Who knows? Mm. Um, but still, uh, I, I I wouldn't. I don't play this card. Yeah. Same. Yeah. So let's go to the next card. Mm -hmm. no. Yeah, slow-acting Venom. Um, it costs six. It is an item, potions. Before each of your turns, your opponent takes one damage. Um, no. Now, see the thing i know i think we've i think we've talked about this for some reason or another but i kind of like this card it kind of grew on me because it's an item you could stack it so you could de mm. technically have four of these out and it's doing four damage but that's provided uh your opponent's not playing something like a table flip or whatever it was that uh, my wife played on me the other day while i was playing an table item top trouble or something yeah like table that. trouble that's it yeah that one removes all items from play including mm. theirs uh off the board so uh yeah don't want to encounter that if you're playing an item deck right no. yeah definitely not so now we go to a, a creature. So oh. Ferret was not the, cre the last I, creature. I was wrong. <laughs> Just and that last house one, right? Yes. It's the Slingering Serpent. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's a snake. Hits for three, has one life, health, costs five. And, you know, if we Armando Dupe deck would benefit from this. Uh, yes. 
It's just a cool, it looks cool, but out of our man to deep it, I don't think I would run this. Agreed. Yep. Yeah. That's the only place I find myself playing it personally. Um, next, we have a Quidditch card called Slytherin Steals. Uh, it costs five Quidditch power spell, and it reads, do two damage your opponent. Then if your opponent has any cards in play other than his or her starting character, he or she chooses one of them and discards it. So again, damage, make them choose a card to discard. Uh, not bad for Quidditch. Typical Quidditch. That's pretty good, though, yeah. yeah. Once again, yeah. if you're controlling your opponent's board, you can make that what they discard be really hurtful. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I do like Slytherin Steals. I played with it. I love the... I, I like the Quidditch cards that do damage and then something else, as we know. Good card. Yeah. So all of them. <laughs> yeah, actually <laughs> Most of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we've got a training program. It's a spell, and it costs seven Quidditch lessons. Draw two cards, then you may put up to two lesson cards from your hand into play. So another one of those where it's like, you know, you draw this and then you can do that or whatever else. Uh, it's pretty good. You know, it is expensive for that. But Ooh, expensive. You know, as much as I yeah. love this card, I can never fucking play it. It's so yeah, annoying. It's, it it's is, it is, it is <laughs> interesting. Yeah, it is interesting that it's like helping you put lessons in play, but it's also so expensive. So like after, yeah. so like now what I've got, I mean, I guess. I guess you could essentially have like a few brooms and, you know, you can start with hooch and maybe have four lessons in play or something like that. But right. still, it's just like, actually, no, you couldn't because you only have to, you can only have one broom anyway. Yes. Um, but right, yeah, yeah, so it's just kind of like, all right, I don't know. It is, it is expensive. The only thing that comes to mind is it's probably like late game stuff where if you do have a golden snitch or something that's like really high cost Quidditch uh, item, uh, then maybe this would help you get to that faster. But either way, I, I haven't had any luck with it personally, but I do like yeah. the concept. I feel um, um, we're down to the last two. This yep, one's Amelia's. We have the Vanishing Cabinet, uh, which make an appearance later on the series, right? Yes. It's important later on the series to kill Dumbledore. And uh, basically, cost one transfiguration. She's one of your opponent's items in play and plays into the bottom of their deck. That's it. Yep. Wait, Dumbledore dies? Oh, no. <laughs> Spoilies. Spoilers. <laughs> All right. dies. Looping dies. Everyone dies. All right. I'm going to do the last card. It's zigzag. We got to zigzag away from that conversation. And it's a Quidditch power uh, card that costs five. It's a spell that reads put a non healing Quidditch card from your discard pile into your hand. So, man, I actually might have to uh, see if I have copies of this and put that in my Quidditch deck because there are some times it's like, I or non-healing. Damn it, I was going to say, I would go get a Slytherin match if I could, but nope, <laughs> it's non-healing specifically. But yeah, there are some, right. maybe a Hawkshead formation or something. It's like, oh, I just want to do some more damage. Yep, good card. I yeah. like it. Yep. And then as all uh, card sets end, we have the last five uh, lesson types. We got care magical creatures, charms, potions, Quidditch and Transfiguration. So that'll be the full 140 cards of Chamber of Secrets. We're not going to talk about the Secret Rare? Oh, the Secret Rare. I don't know this one. Oh, you're yeah, tr no, you're pulling no my leg. <laughs> 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 Wizards did that. have Secret Rares in their first as Harry Potter is a very weird exception for that time. They all had Secret Rares. You know, they would mm -hmm. go over the set number. Um, oh, wow. So I don't know why they didn't do it with Harry Potter, but they did not. Yeah. Interessant. Yeah. 
it's hmm. definitely that devil snare uh promo is the ultra rare <laughs> there you go right but that being said we can wrap this episode up uh man it's amazing we finally covered all the cards in the harry potter trading card game together uh we will be discussing some of the uh revival sets coming up as well but like mona alluded to we're also trying to do some gameplay together uh get our listeners involved if you guys want to be a part of mona's league now's the time we're going to be talking about our plugs and our our, our individual projects so actually that being said let's start with mona cool yeah if you are interested in the league as doug uh, mentioned it's uh the into the flu harry potter trading card game league um so you can find that um usually i put the link in the description of my youtube channels into the flu um it's on discord and we usually play twice a week and it's all over webcam with your physical deck so you can you know see each other chat with each other um build relationships with people all over the world we've got some players in tokyo and brazil and italy and all these places so it's really fun uh, it's really fun in Australia. Um, nice. It's really fun. And uh, yeah, so if you're interested in that, if you don't have a deck, then please hit me up on Instagram at Harry Potter Morsey. We can chat about getting you a deck or some cards. Um, and of course, I also have a TikTok at Harry Potter Morsey where I just put up some funky videos of me opening packs and all that jazz. But um, but yeah, I've been putting out some more videos on the YouTube channel Into the Flu. And I also, if you're interested in reading um, some of the stuff that I write about the Harry Potter TCG, you can find me, um, my articles that I write for MuggleNet, as well as the Rolling Library, uh, which is an Italian magazine. Um, Ooh, nice. Yeah, so whatever you want to do, it's Very all out good. there. We'll have all the links in the show notes. How about you, Emilio? Tell them about uh, your YouTube channel. And yes. also, you told us some really cool news. I don't know if you want to uh, tell our listeners about that. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. Uh, just... X that out. X that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get rid of no, it. No, no, no. Uh, so I do have a YouTube channel, Nostalgia Collective Investments, that is behind me. Uh, I mostly I speak right now these days about Metasu. Um, I'm a judge for the game and also a playtester for the game. Wrote part of the rule book as well. And it's really fun. Uh to just delve into it because of the opportunity I've, I've had. But the other part of my channel goes to dead, dead card games like Neopets, Maple Story, Harry Potter, of course, uh, a lot more. So if you want to learn more about Dead CCGs or Maple Story or Metasu, check out my channel, Instagram, TikTok, everything's there. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's an awesome really channel. channel. Go check yep. that out. Really good channel. And as Emilio alluded to earlier, I'm currently Twitch streaming over at twitch.tv slash ABT Silence, which stands for Almost Better Than Silence, which was a podcast I hosted for like seven years or so. Uh, it's currently on hiatus, but uh, keep an eye out on that feed if you're subscribed. That might come back in the in the near future. But uh, yeah, keeping the show alive on the Twitch channel, and it is a lot of fun over there, just playing a variety of games and stuff. So if that sounds interesting, check that out. But I think that's going to do it for this week. We'll be back next time with some maybe gameplay. Honestly, I'm not exactly sure the current uh, scheduling of the episodes. We also have some cool uh, revival card spoiler information coming out soon. So that actually might be out before the time you guys see this one. But that being said, keep your eyes out on this feed. We're going to be active and uh, yeah, maybe even doing some gameplay and teaching you guys how to play. So thanks for tuning in. That's going to do it for this week. And until next time, mischief Mischief managed. managed. Bye, Dobby. <laughs> go to Dobby. sleep, Dobby. I don't even awake this whole time, you poor thing. Go eat some sandwiches or something. Uh endless sandwiches. All right.